Moshe Shapiro, in his Sefer, he asks an interesting question. He asks, why do we mention in the end of Alanisim, we say, uh, we mentioned the fact that they established the Yantiv. We mentioned it in Alanisim. On Purim, we don't do that. On Purim, we just talk about the Nase. We don't say in the end of the Alanisim of Purim, we don't say the Kavu Purim Ma'ela. We don't mention the, the fact that they established a, a, a Yantiv based on the miracle. And it says it makes sense because we're talking about the miracle. We're not talking about the mitzvahs. We're not talking about the Yantiv. We don't mention the Menaira. We don't. That's not the point of Al-Nisim. Al-Nisim is to talk about the miracle. So why do we mention the Yantiv? It's an interesting, an interesting question. It's another famous question that I'm going to address is that why do we thank Hashem al-Muhammad? Also a very famous question. Al-Muhammad, you would think, is not what we want. Maybe that's a... That's unfortunate, but the, it's not something we should be thanking Hashem for. So he, he explains a fascinating concept, the Kedarka Bakhadish, it's a very deep concept, but we'll try to make sense out of it. So he says that one of the Midas of Akadish Barucho, one of the ten spheres, and the Midas of Akadish Barucho is the Midas Hahaid. <clears throat> and literally, the word Haid means beauty, um, but it incorporates the word Haidah which means to admit, to acknowledge, to, uh, to submit. And it could be, in terms of beauty, it means that the greatest level of beauty is beauty that's undisputed, that everybody agrees and everybody admits is the most beautiful, so that could be one combination of Haid and Haidah. But actually, and I saw of uh, Ali Weintraub, another Lutrish uh, in he he explains that that the, the, the concept, the association of Haidah and, and Haid, of, of admitting and acknowledging and beauty, is that through submitting ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, acknowledging HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being mevatl ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is how a person achieves the greatest beauty. Because when we're a reflection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we don't, we, we're mevatl ourselves totally and we give, put ourselves to the side, is when the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu can shine through. So that's the Midas HaHaid at its greatest. Its beauty is only experienced when it's on the greatest level of Hadar. Now the Arizal, he quotes, says in Priyat Chaim that Matas was Mesaken Midas HaHaid. The Nesach Chanukah, he was Metaken, he perfected, he repaired, rectified what was missing in Midas HaHaid. And uh, Arizal explains that the three Yom Taivim of Pesach, Shuas, and Sukkis correspond to Chesed, Gura, and Teferis. And the, the Yantiv of Chanukah and Purim is Netzach and Hoid. Hoid is connected Chanukah. It's one thing. Now, Arizal also writes that when the Malach was Pagea and the Yerach Yaakov, when the Malach injured Yaakov Avinu's thigh, his leg, he was also being Negea and Mitzah Hoid. That's what he was affecting. He was damaging the Midas HaHoy. And this, he says, Rabbi Shapiro explains, he just demonstrates to us, the reason I was teaching us, is that the Midas HaHoy is associated with the legs of a person. B'chal and Sifrei Kabbalah, all the Midas HaKadosh Baruch Hu correspond to different parts of the human body, and that's just a form of muscle to help us understand what they're doing, what they're accomplishing, and Midas HaHoy is associated with the legs. So he explains what that means is that the purpose of legs is different than the purpose of hands, where hands accomplish things. They build, they create, they can do things, but legs do not create anything. Legs just transport us. They bring us from one place to another. 
And that, he says, is the nakuda of what Midas Ahoyed is. Midas Ahoyed is, the tachlis of Midas Ahoyed is to bring the ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a place where it's, where it's prevalent, in Shemayim, or in a place where his, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence has been recognized, to a place where it's not recognized. That's what Midas Ahoyed is. Midas Ahoyed brings, transports, like, like feet transport, it transports the ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a place where, it, where there is ur, to a makam the place of darkness where there is no Arab Kaddish Baruch and it brings the light there. <clears throat> and he says this, this is the job essentially of every human being is to strive to bring Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence to all places. Uh, even where it is very dark and very little known and, and very little acknowledged of Kaddish Baruch Hu. He says, we say, Ashumayim kisi v'ha'aretz hadoim ragli. Hashemayim Kisi is that Hashemayim is where Kaddish Baruch Hu's Kisi HaKavit is. That's where the ultimate clarity of Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence. There's a full acknowledgement of what Kaddish Baruch Hu means, what he represents. That's in Shemaim. In Aretz, this world, there's a Makam Chayshech. The, 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 in, in this world, there's a lack of true clarity of Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence, and it's Hadayim Ragli. It's a Makam for the Raglaim, so that we can bring the Hoi the, the, the that's in Shemaim down to this world, so that the light, the light can, can interact with this world. He says that the Malach weakened the Midah of Hoyd of Yaakov Avinu. So that means that he made it difficult for Yaakov Avinu to bring light to all the Makai Mesachayshe, to all the places where Akkadjibokh's presence is not clearly felt. Now, Chazal say that this, the fact that the Malach injured Yaakov Avinu's legs represents Shasa Shmat. It means a time, specifically a time when there are decrees against Klai Yisrael, when Klai Yisrael is oppressed, when Klai Yisrael is being killed, when the nations of the world have the upper hand against us. That's what the Malach did. That's what he created. He created the challenge, the Nisayin of Shas Hashmad. And what uh, Rabbi Weintraub himself explains, he says that the way Klai Yisrael counteracts Shas Hashmad, what does Klai Yisrael do? when we find ourselves in a Shas Hashmad, when there are decrees and they're killing us and they're trying to force us to give up what we believe in, we counteract it with Mesir Snefesh. That's, that's the, the, that's the uh, what we do, that's the Zulu Mazu, when there's Shas Hashmad, we're forced into Mesir Snefesh. We're forced without a choice to give up our lives, Al-Kiddush Hashem, to, to live in the most difficult and most challenging and trying situations and circumstances in order to demonstrate that we won't budge from what we believe, what, what, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu means to us. Mesiris Nefesh is the ultimate, his battle to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When a person is Moisir Nefesh, is willing to give up his life for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that means he's giving up everything because of his belief and, and his appreciation for what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. That is the true tikkun of Midas HaHayd. When a person can totally be mevatel himself, he, he, he has a full level of haidah, of Mesir Snefesh, that brings the light. That, that brings the, the true beauty of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world. It's the true beauty of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence is when we see a person willing to give up everything just not to, to move away from the faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when the Malach created Shas Hashmad, what he was really doing is he was making it difficult for us to... To, to, to demonstrate the Hayyid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but at the same time, he was enabling us. He was making an opportunity for us to be able to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in the darkness in the greatest way possible. Because Shas Hashemad is Mechayiv, us, for Messias Nefesh, and Messias Nefesh is the greatest level of Hayyid. Now, 
what Rav Moshe Shapiro goes on to explain is, very, is a much, much greater level of depth. But this is, a, this is a, actually an awesome piece. He says that, that the, th- this level of Hoid, of Mesir Snefesh, is the kind of, he says, the Giloy. The, that's the open level of, of Hoid, where you, you demonstrate a Kajbrochus presence in the world. But there's a much deeper level. He says when the Rishayim are being successful, when they're able to, to, to hurt us, when they're able to oppress us, when they're able to make decrees against us, and Hashem see, lets it happen, it seems like the opposite. It seems like Hashem is being moited to them. It seems like Hashem is agreeing with what they're doing. And that's Michal Meichal Be'ilma Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch is quiet when they do all the, the na'atzas, all the things they do against him. And shtik is kaid up. Right? So Hashem being quiet is equivalent to him being moida, to him admitting and subjugating himself to them. And he says it's in this situation, though, that the truth really is, it's the opposite. The truth is that Mishalom al-Pan of Lahavidam, HaKadosh Baruch is just allowing them to succeed so that he can fully eradicate them. The greatness and whatever they achieve, the Rishayim achieve, is only used as a vehicle to further their destruction and it should be more total and more, dist- more, more complete and more and, and, and a, a, a total devastation. So the, the MS, he says, the, the real height, the real beauty of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does in this world is actually recognized when the Rishayim are at their worst. When the Rishayim are, are, are at their worst, and it seems like, if anything, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being mighted to them, and then it becomes clear that in reality, this was all just a, a, a vehicle for the destruction of the Rishayim, that's the true completion of Midas Ahayr. It's when, when, when the, even what seems to oppose, what seems to negate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence is demonstrated on the contrary, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is actually here. And, and that's just a very important point to recognize, is that it's always the greatest level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's death uh, of his shlita on this world, his control and his de- demonstration of his ultimate uh, bilus on the world is when not when you can kill evil, not when you can be stronger than evil, but when evil itself is demonstrated to be itself a vehicle for Akadosh Baruch Hu's presence. Evil itself, everything that it's doing is really letzada type. Everything about the Ra, everything that the Rishoyim are seemingly doing for themselves, in, in reality, they're, they, they're doing L'Kroi Shemaim. That's the true subversion of evil into Taif, being, being changing what's Ra into good, is the, that is the true demonstration of L'Kroi Shemaim. So, what he explains is that the full Tikkun of Midas Ahayit only happened with Matis When the Yuvanim created a Shas Hashmat. They were making decree after decree. There would be Mavatl Shabbos, Mila, Rish Chaydish, Znus, all the different decrees they made to oppress Kal Yisrael to try to wipe out every last vestige of what we hold is holy. And Matashiyot stood up with mysterious Nefesh and he refused to be pushed any further. That mysterious Nefesh then took what all the power, all the strength that the Yuvanim seemed to have and it was totally eradicated. They were totally destroyed. They were, they were wiped out from existence, and there was nothing left of them. That was the fullest tikkun of Midas Ahayid that was possible. That was what demonstrated that, Baruch, that, that through full subjugation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through true Messias Nefesh, 
all that evil that was there was just there for the sake of demonstrating HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in this world. Now what he says is that the fact that they were able to establish a yantiv was essentially a big chiddush. He says that the yantiv of Purim was established through Nevi'im. Nevi'im, so to speak, have an inside uh, they, they have insider information with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mayid is a zman. It's a zvinayadati. It's where we can connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You have to have a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that a Navi has to know what time of year one can say that for all of eternity HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to connect with us. It's something that requires nevuah. Beyond the Nevi'im, it really shouldn't have been possible for such a thing to exist, to create a new yantiv. says the the Chiddush of Hanukkah was that they came to a point that they were able to be Megala HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in this world, this, this Tikkun of Midas HaHaid, so much so that they were able to see, they, had, they, they, they got the window into, into HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence to know that this man is this man that's Yantiv. It was part of what they accomplished. Part of what the whole Tikkun of Hanukkah was, was, was the Chiddush that they were able to establish Yantiv. And he says that's why uh, we mentioned it in Al-Anisim. In the Mordechai and Esther, the fact that their Mesach and Yantiv was something that a Navi could do. The Navim did that. But the fact that Batis Yo was able to establish Yantiv was part of what he had accomplished in terms of the greatness of, of his mysterious Nefesh to be Mesach in that Midas Ahoy, to bring that clarity into the world. So in, in terms of when you think of what the difference between Hanukkah and Purim is, Purim was Netzach in terms of that HaKadosh Baruch Hu demonstrated that he is Ashkach of Pratis. He runs the world and he is able to flip everybody's plans, Haman's plans against them, Achashver's plans against them. HaKadosh Baruch had full control over the world. Everything that happens and it seems to be happening one way is really HaKadosh Baruch Hu manipulating it in a different way. It's the Gvura of HaKadosh Baruch the strength. The, 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 what happened in Hanukkah was the opposite. It was us bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's into this, uh, presence into this world. Everything in this world was screaming the opposite. Everything in this world was screaming HaKadosh Baruch Hu's moida to the Rishayim. The Rishayim had the full strength, and us, through our mysterious Nefesh, we demonstrated that it's the R of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's really prevailing here. We, we created that R. That's the reason why Hanukkah is the meat of Hayd, and it's us creating that, that light, whereas Ampurim was the opposite. It was HaKadosh Baruch Hu eventually demonstrating how he was running the show all along. And this is why we thank Hashem for Muhammad. It was only through the situation of a Muhammad, the Shasa Shemad, when there, when, when the Goyim have that ability to rule over us, is it that enable us? Gives us an opportunity for Mesiris Nefesh. It gives us an opportunity to subjugate ourselves at a level that otherwise wouldn't be possible to give ourselves over and our lives over for the sake of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. and that brings a tremendous art to the world. And what's interesting is that. It's just something that we see so clearly now that it's Ashas Muhammad has a way to reach people's hearts in a way that just doesn't happen when it's not Ashas Muhammad. Uh, people are, are, are identifying who they are, what they are, and it, it, it's, it's bringing literally a light into people's hearts because of the Shah Samulchama, because of the Shmad, because people want to destroy us, because it seems like the, they, they were so successful. It has the exact opposite effect upon us. It, 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 it energizes the mysterious nefesh that's within every Jew's neshama, and it brings out that kaya
And that's the Nakuda of what Hanukkah represents. That's what the, every, every year the Nitzchias of the Antiv is to tap into the atmosphere of that we have inherently in our Neshama, that we have the ability to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light to this world in the darkest of places, when it seems like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving the Rishayim all the power, we have the ability to, to totally negate that by demonstrating that, on the contrary, it's just a Hei for us to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light in this world. Yeah.